0: hey guys thanks for tuning in to the first official episode of this short podcast series on the effects of light pollution in this episode we will explore how artificial light at night affects populations of coastal sea turtles as well as potential solutions to lessen our impact first let's discuss what light pollution is light pollution is an excessive anthropogenic or human use, of artificial lights, which results in the orangey nighttime glow that I'm sure you are all familiar with. Tonight, when you look out your window, think of all the artificial light sources you see. I'm sure many of you, especially those that live in the city, will notice at least one street light in your general vicinity. Not surprisingly, streetlights are the biggest culprits contributing to light pollution on this planet. Another unsurprising fact is how easily this could be fixed if streetlights were installed to face downward instead of up toward the night sky. Additionally, shields installed around these streetlights could eliminate excess light being cast into the sky and concentrate those beams into the desired area to further reduce light pollution. Turning our attention to how animals are affected by light pollution, many immediately think of sea turtles and the large amount of them that die every year in coastal areas like Florida, Australia, and the Caribbean islands, as hatchlings are disoriented by artificial light and follow those sources towards hotels or street lamps, mistaking them for moonlight glittering on the ocean surface that is their usual guide to the sea and to survival. To give a little background information on sea turtles, one should know that there are seven different species, six of them being classified as endangered or threatened. The only species that doesn't make that list is the loggerback sea turtle. The seven species of sea turtles include the green turtle, which reaches sexual maturity at 25 to 35 years old. The Loggerhead, with females reaching sexual maturity at 35 years old. The Leatherback, which reaches sexual maturity anywhere from nine to 29 years old. The Hawksbill, which reaches sexual maturity between 20 to 35 years old. The Kemp's Ridley Turtle, which reaches sexual maturity at about 13. The olive ridley turtle, which reaches sexual maturity typically at 14, however with a range between 7 and 17. And the flatback sea turtle, which reaches sexual maturity anywhere from 10 to 50 years. As you can tell, the sexual maturity ranges depending on the species of sea turtle, and with the large amounts of time between some of the estimates, it's obvious that more is known about the mating habits and sexual maturity of some species more than others. Interestingly, after a female sea turtle has made her way into the sea as a hatchling, she doesn't return to land until she is ready to mate or lay her eggs. After laying her eggs, she returns to the sea, never to know the fate of her hatchlings. Many species of female sea turtles return to lay their eggs every two to three years. Even before they hatch, sea turtle eggs are at risk of their nests being invaded by critters such as raccoons, crabs, and even ants. This is worsened by light pollution, as increased lighting at night allows for nocturnal predators to have an easier time locating these defenseless turtle nests. After they hatch, baby sea turtles embark on the tough journey from their nest to the ocean. As already described, artificial light sources often impede this process as they disorient baby sea turtles and lure them away from the ocean, where they can become easy prey to predators, have higher chances of suffering from dehydration, and an increased chance of human contact. It's been shown that human activity, especially that on nesting beaches, is one of the biggest threats to sea turtle populations as female turtles are less likely to nest in areas of human activity and are more likely to return to the ocean without nesting at all, disposing of their their eggs in the ocean where they ultimately drown. In addition to human activity itself, human-used artificial light impacts the female logger turtle's nesting success by, by up to 20%. Aside from nesting success, nest density is another area of concern, with a Florida-based study showing that sea turtle nest density is significantly correlated with light pollution, so that the greater the light pollution, the lower the density of their nests. In a study looking at the efficacy of educational light pollution cards for guests at beachfront hotels, it was found that less than half of hotel guests complied with the tip on the educational card to close blinds in order to decrease artificial lighting's impact on nesting sea turtles. Additionally, the study found that compliance with the educational tip card was at its minimum during the busiest visitation times. Unfortunately, it seems that many people only care about issues if they are directly affecting them, and because the nesting of sea turtles doesn't directly affect humans, their plight is ignored by most, especially those who are only guests to their native habitats. However. One study found that the enforcement of lighting ordinances near nesting beaches in Florida was was successfully able to limit the amount of artificial light use by residents in the area. In turn, this allows for more successful nesting, as well as the maturation of eggs to hatchlings, and their successful journey into the sea. Interestingly, it has also been found that light pollution even affects hatchlings that have made it from their nest into the ocean. One study found that light emanating from the shore has the ability to lure baby sea turtles out of the ocean and back onto land where they might not find their way back into the sea. In considering the cost of sea turtle loss to, the, to light pollution economically, One study investigating sea turtles on the French Caribbean island of Guadalupe found that over the last two decades, the increases in artificial light at night have resulted in an estimated loss of 1,800 sea turtles from the wild as they have been rehomed to live in captivity for safety. This has cost approximately $288 million dollars. The same study estimates that the future generations of sea turtles will fare even worse, with an approximate $2.8 billion being spent in the island of Guadalupe alone to offset the effects of light pollution to sea turtle populations. In addition, this study highlights that due to artificial light at night, the estimated time until the extinction of certain turtle species, such as the hawksbill turtle, has decreased from 164 years to 130 years. For the leatherback turtle, the current light conditions show that it will disappear within 514 years. However, without light pollution, the leatherback sea turtle would not become extinct at all. Not only does this study estimate the cost in dollars of light pollution on sea turtles, but it also illustrates how artificial light is contributing to the extinction of this beloved marine animal. So after exploring some of the ways sea turtles are affected by anthropogenic light pollution, let's review the couple of ways I mentioned that one can decrease this impact on sea turtles and also introduce a couple more. First, one of the best ways to reduce our impact on nesting turtles and their hatchlings is to decrease beachfront lighting. Another way is for cities to install downward facing street lamps with shields so that the light is concentrated toward the street and is less attractive to sea turtles. Lowering the intensity of these street lamps would also be effective at curbing some of the impact of light pollution. Additionally, something that is easier for you and I to do to decrease light pollution's impacts on sea turtles is to avoid building bonfires on beaches during nesting seasons, which typically run from May to October. Sadly, hatchlings have been known to be attracted to the light of fire, crawling into it and burning. Lastly, encouraging others to decrease their use of artificial light at night is another good way to lessen the impact. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread awareness and increase manpower to help overcome the issue of light pollution and its impact on sea turtles. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll tune in for the next episode.